Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. How do we do this again? What up? My name's Tud. And I'm Obert. And uh, welcome back, Tud. You uh, missed an eventful episode, gotta say. I did miss it, but I heard it. I heard it. I've been doing a lot of thinking. You know, I said last week I had to think about what I wanted my uh, champion nickname to be. Um, I think I gotta go with Man of Obert Obert. (laughs) Uh, gotta go with the moo Moo. the moo (laughs) i like it the moo yeah so you guys get honks i'm giving myself moos from now on (laughs) but the honking was your idea no you were the one who started the honking remember there was the clip that you took of me Making the honk sound, and then we got too lazy to play the clip every time. So then I just said the honks. No, no, no. The clip, the clip stopped working. The clip stopped working. It's still right. It still to this day does not work. (laughs) Are you ready? Let's let's see if I can get it to work (laughs) right now. Nothing. Honk 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 honk. Oh wait, (laughs) it worked. And it all it it all emanated from Chris's story about getting attacked by a goose. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yep, when swans attack with Jenna. When swans attack with Jenna, yeah. Was that I like think it's her 40? second. Her, her, yeah, I think her <laughs> second episode on. Yeah. It was that that episode alone was two years ago. How, how do we feel, how do we feel about that? Uh, <laughs> Time flies when you drink beer. I guess. I guess. I guess. Um, how's sober sober January going? Oh yeah, Ted. Sober January. I mean, sorry, Sobuary. Sobuary. Sobuary moves on. Um, it's Sobanuary. It's the it's the the final week. Um, yeah. By the time this final episode, day, actually. Yes. By the time this episode drops, Sobuary will be long in the the rearview mirror, um, dead, buried, and gone. But He'll as be, of this as recording, drunk as a groundhog. Yes, as drunk as a ground. Well, no, does it come out the second? No. The day after. That's. I mean, you drank so much on the second that you're still drunk. Oh, oh, okay, okay, right. gotcha, gotcha, yeah. yes. So, local uh, Connecticut favorite, Abomination, today released two beers, neither of which I bought as of this recording. One is called Midnight Snack Peanut Butter Pie, and for all those listeners out there, you know that my favorite type of stout is a peanut butter stout. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not buy it. It's 14% ABV. Wow. I really want to buy it. Um, <laughs> and then they came out with a... Uh, they came out at the end of the year with a Fuck 2020 as well named beer, which may in fact be my first beer back next week when we're back to, to normal recordings. Hang on, hang on. So Fuck 2020 so, fuck as 20, well? Fuck 2021 as well. Sorry. Okay, okay. Uh, I was okay. like, was that like a pun on Fuck 2022? I didn't get it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, so they had, so last year they released Fuck 2020, which I got the right. t-shirt and everything. I think I had it on the podcast. I think you did, yeah. Well, they came out with a Fuck 2021 as well beer for 2021. And then this today, they also released a beer called Fuck Dry January, which is a triple dry hopped version of Fuck 2021 as well. And I did not buy that Jeez. either. Because wow. I don't think I can live inside of an inception, inside of an inception, inside of an inception. But I really want to live inside that inception. I, I may order it. I have not... I've not made my, my so mind. So you can order it online too. You don't have to wait in line. I have. To, I can order it online, and it will be it will be shipped and dropped off at my house. We live in we're living in the future, at least in Connecticut. <laughs> we are. I know, right? Oh man, it's, I, 
I may crazy. buy it. I may buy it. Should I do it for the pod? <laughs> for, for the for the pod. We're, we're really we're really twisted his arm here. As you, you all know, what you should do test. for the pod is uh, buy some, put some in a box, send them to myself and Obert for the pod. Triple review for the pod. triple review. Yeah. See now now that that's an idea. Okay. But it's not the best idea because then I don't get all of the delicious peanut buttery goodness. I mean, you could buy one too for yourself. But we we did say triple review. We didn't say. <laughs> we didn't say double review. We didn't say double yeah. review. Well, you no. we're fortunate enough to include you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> huh. Oh, I mean, 2022. Let's face it, not off not off to a great start. That's true. Is it yeah. Better than like, is it better than 2020? I mean, I I think at this point in January 2021, I think I prefer 2021 versus 2022. I don't know. Where are we going to do this month by month? <laughs> Just I don't know. Twenty twenty one had a rocky start. I think it's fair to say, rockier than twenty twenty two. Yeah, think so. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't remember that far back. I guess. Yeah, there was a whole literal storming of the Capitol that happened six days into the year. So not a great, great start to the year. Right, but we still had Betty White. So it's true. True. Very true. So, and we had Meatloaf the and whole Meatloaf. year, yep. and Bob Saget. Yeah, all so, these people I mean, were alive listen, last year. <laughs> More people were alive last year than this year, probably. But think of how many celebrities are going to be born in 2022. But we won't know about them for like at least 15 years? Question mark. You got a good point. Think of how many yeah. baby celebrities are going to be born in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, definitely. I mean, there'll definitely be a Gerber baby, right? At some point during the year. Well, it's not the first <laughs> baby. Works. Isn't that how that works? It's always the first baby. No, no. There's like a tryout. Gerber um, right in. Gerber right in. No, there's there was a, there was a thing we we wanted to when CJ was in his chunky phase we wanted to um, put him in as a Gerber baby he would have been you, a good one but you would know more than I how yes, this works I do have baby Gerber baby quality children <laughs> oh. I I will announce one more thing that I learned about Connecticut beer culture it's clearly I'm you know itching to get out of dry January so. And I think Chris would know this more than Obert, but Obert, feel free to hop in as well. Chris, remember the brewery in Ellington, Connecticut called Cold Creek Brewing Company? Yes, remember, I do. Remember then they, they somehow got really weird and then they opened up a, a tavern and then didn't yeah, serve their yeah, beer yeah, at their yeah, tavern? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went to the tavern. We went to the tavern and we had yeah. uh, Hedy Topper, I believe. <laughs> yeah, or Focalbanger, one of the or two. Focal, yeah. yeah, one of the two Alchemist beers. This sounds like a dream that you both had collectively. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the brewery that didn't brew beer, but we went there and then we had beer from Vermont. Yes. Yes. So up until 2018, Cold Creek Tavern was on like a tear of like, like people were like claiming like all their beers were like treehouse level. You know, they were there. They had a beer called Tess that was, you know, supposedly like, like a a clone of Julius and they had a line and they didn't really sell cans. They sold crowlers. It, it just, it was, it was a hopping brewery in Ellington, Connecticut, which for anybody who doesn't know, Ellington, Connecticut is a small little sleepy cow town uh, in the middle of nowhere, Eastern Connecticut. Well, then all of a sudden in 2019, everything changed. Their head brewer left and went to other stalwart Connecticut brewer. Uh, he left and went to counterweight and he's now the head brewer of counterweight. And his name is Sean Peel. Um, and that's why Counterweight is as good as they are, is because their head brewer is the guy who used to run Cold Creek as well. Well, in 2021, and this is where Obert, I think, can jump in. 
Sean Peel started releasing a beer out of 12% Brewery called Homegrown, which I believe you had, Obert. I don't know if I had that one. Or Chris. One of you had it. Maybe it was me? Homegrown? Homegrown. Sounds familiar. I don't remember it, but... It kind of... Let me check on Tapped real quick. The can art looks like this. I definitely did not have that beer. Seems like Chris did not either. Well, anyways, so he started brewing this... So this beer, Homegrown, is also brewed by Sean Peel. So Sean Peel is not only releasing his beers at a counterweight brewing company, but he's also releasing his beers at a 12%. And he used to release, and, and sometimes, I guess, Cold Creek, the brewery that was a brewery, is now a tap or was a tavern, and the tavern failed, and now it's something? So sometimes his beers get released out of there, too. So this, what I'm saying is I think there's a conspiracy and that this Sean Peel guy is running all of the breweries in the state of Connecticut. You think Sean Peel is responsible for, responsible for every beer that you love, at least every IPA? It seems like it, because outside of Abomination, which you know they brew out of the same building, so maybe. I think that he's involved. There's this grand conspiracy. And he was at Hooker. Funny. He was at Hooker when Hooker was like first coming back with like hashtag no filter. Him and the guy from New Park were there at the same time when they invented all those beers. So this guy has single-handedly he's been responsible. He's got the magic touch. Yeah, he's single-handedly been responsible for, as far as I'm aware of, four breweries that are, like, fantastic. Killing it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so he can make so he can make beer. He's very good at it. Okay. So you're going to get him on the show. That's what you're saying. Right. If I can ever find him, which maybe he's... I don't know if he's real. Ooh. Maybe he's a pen name. He might be a deity. Um, or it's like a Willy Wonka kind of thing. He's like shoved. He's in like a beer factory. I don't know. Maybe so. You're saying it's really the Oompa Loompas who are doing all the work, and he just takes the credit. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, they don't put Oompa Loompas on the candy bars, right? Or did they? I don't remember. But I don't think they so. don't. I don't think so. It's Wonka's name, right? So right. Yeah. So Peel is the name of the beer company. It's falling apart, guys. Anyways. <laughs> well, what we. <laughs> What we think is possibly Sean Peel is a collection of Oompa Loompas that are creating he's, all the beers. He's three Oompa Loompas okay. wearing a trench coat. Yeah, trench coat. What, now we yes. figured it out. Okay. <laughs> well, Sean Peel, if you're listening, um, come on the show to prove that you are or are not Oompa Loompas. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, well, you know what they say. Of, of, speaking of beer that I'm really excited to drink. Um, All this talk about Oompa Loompas is making over thirsty. Making me thirsty. I have I have a fun one for, for drinking this week. A fun beer for drinking, as we say in the podcast. <laughs> that is basically our catchphrase. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time... Yeah, baby. Woo. All right. Tud's back. Music's back. Thanks, Tud and Music Guy, um, for that song. No, so this week I have a familiar favorite for me on the podcast. I know Tud has had some of these beers out here. I think Chris had some of these beers when I was in Connecticut with him. I know I mailed one to Chris that he's still saving. Yep, but that is a uh, Fremont brewing out of Seattle. Delicious brewery. I was just yep. in Seattle. You were just there. Why did you, you not tell stop. me that this brewery was there? Uh, well, I figured you would have. Well, we had a 
peeling back the curtain, we talked about a month ago about you going out to Seattle, maybe two months ago. And we were like talking, discussing all these breweries that you were may or maybe not going to. But then I figured dry January, February, um, best not to even tempt you. So but I could I have, bring it I could have mailed all. my entire suitcase back full of beer. Hey, just think that's all, the money you get to save now to get um, fuck dry January beers or the peanut butter dessert stout one. Peanut butter pie. Peanut butter pie. Yeah. So anyway, so this is Fremont's uh, coffee cinnamon bee bomb limited mm. edition release 2022. Sounds delicious. Yeah. This is they do a gold wax on a lot of their um, their d- darker barrel aged 22 ounce bombers. And this has got a gold wax seal. So it's very shiny, which I like. And, um, of course, I had to pick the one with the longest the longest wax. Tail. <laughs> of course. That's how you pick out these beers, right? That, that means yep. that it's the best beer is contained inside that bottle. Of course. Yeah. So I uh, got the wax off. Let me. I got to go use my, my brand new wall-mounted bottle opener to open it. I'll be right back. Happy birthday. <laughs> You know, Ted, that bottle opener is great, but it doesn't make it for a smooth podcasting experience. I got to say that much about it. Well, I expected you to put it on the wall behind you. Mm, yeah, mm. that's true. I guess I probably drink more beers on the podcast than I do <laughs> off of the podcast, <laughs> especially ones that require bottle openers. But uh, no, I put it next to the trash can and close to the fridge because I figured that's where I would use it the other six days of the week. You know, that is a that is a good point. Yeah. But but uh, every it makes for bad audio. It does make for bad audio, but it's open. That's uh smells smells tasty inside the bottle, but let's let's release it and find out. Ooh, nice billion SRM here. Super chocolatey looking head dissipating pretty quickly. Take a look at that. I Our am jealous. Glass. Don't worry, you got one more day. Actually you have two more hours. That's true. Potentially by the end of this episode I could be drinking a real beer. We could be going long. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so this is uh, Imperial Winter Ale with coffee and cinnamon aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, it says it's aged in 8 to 12-year-old American oak bourbon barrels, and it's a blend of 9, 12, and 24-month-old barrel-aged winter ale. So the barrels are 8 to 12 years old, but the beers was blended in three different batches, three different ages, kind of blended together, if that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. The special edition adds coffee and cinnamon to complement the oak, cacao, leather, toffee, and dark coffee notes. It says it's um, will age gracefully for at least another five years. I opted instead for something about five days. That's, <laughs> that's enough aging for me. So, remind us of the name one more time. This is the Coffee Cinnamon Bee Bomb 2022 limited release. It smells very strong, and um. There's a big sticker over what I presume is where they stamp the alcohol percentage on it because it's nowhere else. And there's a big sticker kind of right where I would expect the <laughs> ABV to be. I can tell you if you'd like to know. I I would. I'm guessing it's like 12 to 15. It is 13.5% ABV. Yeah. Nice. It smells like it. Nice. Um, I'm not getting, I'm definitely getting the cinnamon on the nose for sure. Much more so than the coffee. It smells very sweet. Uh, get those molasses, sweet molasses notes almost. On by, nose, but. by rate beer, their 2016 version, which is you know, blended into this, is considered a top 100 beers in the world for 2016. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, they um, Fremont's always proud of how high up on the list they are with their B bombs on on rape beers and beer advocates lists. Um, we'll see. Maybe it'll be perfect night for me again this week. Maybe I'll just never get it wrong again. We'll find out. <laughs> That's <laughs> most likely. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves. I have to taste the beer first. So let's dive in. Oh wow, this is really good. <laughs> I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Wow, this is um pretty amazing stout. I gotta say, super thick. Couple C's on here. I get some coffee notes, but not an overwhelming amount. I definitely get the cinnamon. Leather, sure. Why not? Leather, we can throw that, that flavor in there. What does is, what is leather taste like drinking? It more like smells like leather, I think. Okay. It smells like a dusty old book. Bound, leather bound book. Not, not a dusty old shoe? Not a dusty old shoe. No. It doesn't smell like shoe polish. That's what I think of when I think of what a leather shoe would smell like. Wow. Super, super decadent. Really rich. You could taste the alcohol. Um, I have had a few of these beers, and I my biggest complaint about them is I always end up with a pretty bad hangover the next day because <laughs> of just how rich these beers are. Um, and I could kind of tell already this is going to be it's going to be a rough Tuesday morning for me. <laughs> um, I'm going to be like Jimmy Garoppolo tomorrow. Um, Going home? Because yeah, well, lots of regrets about the night before. This <laughs> uh, makes more sense if you're listening to this on Monday, I guess. But <laughs> uh, unemployed. Hopefully not that. Um, this is really good. I get. Is there coconut in here too? Did I read that? I get some coconutty vibes. Um. Uh, bourbon coke, bourbon coke, bourbon oak, cacao, leather, toffee, and dark coffee. Hmm. Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's just my mind playing tricks with me. Well, so it's I've never seen an untapped description like this because it says color deep black and then aroma and flavor coming soon. So potentially you're getting flavors that are coming soon. Maybe it just smells and tastes like coming attractions. <laughs> maybe that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, maybe. or maybe it doesn't have a taste yet and it'll taste something soon. It's still developing. It's still developing. I didn't wait the five years, but I guess that means I'm ahead of the game here. So if you're living in the Northwest, head to your store, local store. They might have a few on the shelf because so, these ones always go fast. So I will uh, pre-warn those people. The untapped also <laughs> says availability. January 14th. Limited. Fresh range. Age this beer or try one now. Go on. Yeah. So, so this but so it was only two weeks ago, right? is limited though. so you might it is limited but um that is one nice thing about being in this quiet corner of montana is these limited beers kind of tend to hang around so you can find you can find them for longer um but this is an excellent beer very reminiscent if you've had any of their other b bombs this is exactly in line um doesn't taste all that different than the ones i've had before to be honest uh but why mess with a good thing right don't don't mess with perfection um, it's excellent. I'm gonna go give this a four seven five. This is not a five, Damn. but pretty close. Nice, pretty close to a five. Yeah. So I know there are different types of beers, but I gotta ask, what's better, this or the rusty nail? 
Um, I like the Rusty Nail more. Okay. This one, so it's going to sound weird because I'm not a licorice fan, but that one has licorice notes in a way that cut the sweetness, whereas this coffee cinnamon more enhances the sweetness. Okay. I think that that makes it a more well-rounded beer than this one's a little sweeter. But um, right. hey, it's still 475. So right, right, right. I was, I was just beer. curious. I, yeah. I know that they make some absolute uh, world-class beers. So. Yeah. This yeah. is like... It tastes very, very similar to that beer, though. Like, oh, okay. You could, yeah. Putting these, you could do a flight board with all of them, and they'd all be amazing. But you could tell that they're all related, you know. Right. You know, if if what you say is true about your sleepy corner of Montana, and these beers start to tend to stick, stick around, there's no reason you couldn't go get some more, and you know, potentially put them in a in a box, you know, ship them up and send them to us. As Chris was miming with his hands, <laughs> I could. <laughs> I can't. Well, but you guys haven't even uh, drank the last ones I sent, so I, I've been I've been holding on to it. It's I'm in I'm in. It says age for five years. Yeah, so <laughs> maybe I'll send. I'm. Would what would you rather have? Would you rather have a 2022 one or a beer that's been aged for five years sent to you? Poor kid, no last dose. <laughs> so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do the aging here, and then maybe I'll send it. But right, right, oh, right. but in my house that has to hang out with all the other beer and like. Talk about it, and they get, have get parties to know each and other. Shit. Yeah. Okay. The flavors blend through <laughs> yeah. the bottom, through the glass. The, the dust that settles on them has to like you know be the same dust. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. I gotcha. So out of ninety four check ins, ninety four. Wow. As we discussed, it only came out January fourteenth. Uh, yeah, but still, true. I'm shocked. I so he's uh, waiting five years. Wait so five I will years. five years. I will preface this by saying there. And Obert, you have to let us know. There is another cinnamon bee bomb, but it's not year rated. I know Fremont, and what I know about them is we should use the 2022 version. We should, but I should. I should okay. pre warn and say say that the the normal cinnamon bee bomb coffee. And cinnamon this is the bomb. coffee cinnamon bee bomb. Yeah. So this so this one also is the coffee cinnamon one. Normal okay. has 1,700 check ins. Still not a lot. Still no. Not a lot. But th- huh. I just wanted—I just wanted you to be aware that there is. No, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you you told us, the listeners and myself, what's going on here. So, that being said, um, that's really gonna throw me off. I don't think I want to get perfect score two weeks in a row now that there's only less than a hundred <laughs> check-ins. <laughs> but it's still really good. Um, it's got to be up there. I'm gonna say it's a four point one seven. So. Higher, wow! It's um, a four point four two as the wow. twenty twenty two version. I now not for points, but would you do now knowing that information? Would you like, like to take a guess at the non yearly rated version? Is it still above chance? like a four point three? It it is above a four point three. That's crazy. That's nuts. What what, what is it? It is a four point three four. So it's not oh, as wow. high as yeah. the other one, but it's still pretty high. Yeah, the way yeah. you were describing it, especially with only ninety-four check-ins, I was like, "It's gonna be high. It's gonna be pretty high." See, I, so. I, yeah, I thought the low check-in count was gonna skew it lower, if anything. Mm-hmm. But right, yeah, that's true. That's that, you hate to see it, folks. Yeah, you know, it can't it can't get perfection every week. Nope. Um, <laughs> the odds of the odds of moo this week are low. But. Chris, do you know what the goose said? Go. He didn't Time say to, moo. Yep. I don't get it. <laughs> well, we always have the goose at the end of the episode that honks. 
but now for Obert it moves. And so I said, Chris, do you know what I, what the goose said? It's honk. And I said, he said he didn't say moo. That was the joke. We don't know yet, though. We don't know. We'll find out. We don't know. That's the it's magic true. of well, the I'm podcast. So here when I say and... it in two reviews, are you going to then laugh at it? Yep. We'll find out. <laughs> but I'm going to sit here by the fireplace enjoying this nice, toasty coffee cinnamon bee bomb. Just kind of casually sipping on it the whole rest of the episode while uh, we'll hear some other reviews from you guys. And uh, let's let's kick it over to Chris, see what he's got for us this week. All right. I'm very excited. I forgot how this goes now. Do I talk about my beer first and then get music? Okay. All right. So I actually, um, so Dana recently came back from Florida. And while she was down there, um, she w- went to a few breweries and uh, brought some back in her luggage. And this is one of those beers. Well, life uh, of the year. That, hey, Gotta listen. say. Listen, she even was like, I'm going to I'm gonna carry on my bag, but I plan on checking it on the way home because I want to bring beer home. I was now, like, now I'm getting why you're like, 2022 is off to a pretty good start, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so this is one uh, from Flying Boat Brewing Company out of St. Petersburg, Florida called Black Cat, and it is their robust porter. So... Not a lot of information on the can, um, but it is kind of a neat, uh, neat label. You got cat eyes, uh, dark black, um, and it's above uh, a plane. A plane, yes, that's a plane. Sorry, I was going to say helicopter. Like, isn't that the name of uh, the the firework? Isn't there a black cat firework that's like the same font? Probably, probably is is that maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but uh, she brought home some IPAs that I've 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 had a few already. And let me just tell you, Florida, listen, don't take this the wrong way. Your IPAs are not as good. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I had to. Yeah. I had to say it. I had to say it. But uh, I find and if you're, I, I'm if, shocked that that North Carolina has such good IPAs because I find that the further south in latitude you go, the worse <laughs> your hoppy beers get. I agree. This is yeah. this yeah. is a thing I've noticed. Yeah. I mean, I've been to I've been to breweries in Florida, and there's been some okay IPAs. But like the sours and stuff, um, fruited beers, things like that, way better, like way better. So y'all make all that stuff. You got the fresh, the fresh citrus down there. Make all that. Just leave the IPAs alone. Listen, I, I think the line yeah, yeah. of demarcation is is in fact Charlotte, because like Richmond, Virginia Probably. has some pretty good IPAs, and you know, then uh, then you get into the Northeast. But well, maybe because Charlotte's sh- got some elevation on it, that could be part of it too. Maybe. Because like anywhere that, else, I think other than that, bring it their a little further suck. north. <laughs> it pushes yeah. them up a little bit, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but so so that is why I decided to bring this porter on today because I want to give I want to try Florida porter versus a Florida IPA. So um, here we go, pouring it into the glass now. You know how many breweries brew a black cap porter that look that have almost similar can art to that one. <laughs> This one doesn't even have it. Oh, I don't want to show under mine. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. Yes. Um, Disqualified. Disqualified. <laughs> nope, time to get a new oh. beer, Chris. Moo, 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 oh, moo, moo, moo. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Ober just sabotages everything from, from here on out. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, um, you guys are going to come it, around on the moon, I, I tell you. <laughs> Um, so you, as you can see, the head is just, it, it, it's gone. It's gone already. It wasn't very big to begin with. It's already gone. Um, 
it when I poured it, it sounded more like a soda than it did a beer. It had the the it sounded like a fizzy bubbly, um, which I don't normally look for in a porter. Like I like uh, obviously a little bit more smooth. But um, you like your porters uh, beer flavored, not soda flavored. I, I like you know I like yeah. This could be Coca. I think you like your porters a little stouter. I actually do prefer them stouter. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like that is when you sometimes you get the porters. They're like a lot lighter and that fizzier. Yeah. 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 But anywho, let's see. Let's see what this is about. So I mean, it's got a it's got a it's got a nice smell taste to it. I mean, it's uh, can definitely smell some of those darker malts. A little bit of sweetness. Um, so let's see how it translates to the to the mouth taste. Here we go. Okay. All right. I'm uh pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly you're, surprised. You're picking up what they're laying down. Yeah, I am. Um, hmm. you know, it's it's got a lot of flavor to it, and uh, it doesn't have the carbonation that I was afraid of. So it is much more smoother. It's it's a smoother carbonation than I thought, which is a which is a good thing. But um, very it's it's very it's it, they say robust porter. They ain't lying. It's got a lot of flavors. Um, those dark malts come through pretty hard. Um, a little bit of bitterness. Uh, there is some sweetness to it, but it's primarily primarily a porter. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm I'm trying to. Th- I think I get a little bit of coffee taste almost. Yes. Get some coffee taste on the front. Um, probably just those dark malts putting in overtime. Um, that's, uh, you know, relatively nice. There is a slight, and, you know, this is a deterrent for me a little bit, and I know Obert as well, but there's a slight anise flavor in the middle. Just just slightly. Just ever so slightly. Nothing too crazy, but um, you get kind that of bridging. You get that slint of it? A, a slint of it. A slint of it. Um, bridging off into a... A, 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 a nice easy finish nothing too crazy um it is seven and a half percent alcohol so as far as porters are concerned like middle of the road maybe a little bit higher than a lot of other porters you'd see um but i'm i'm surprised it packs a punch in the beginning um hits you with a lot of those big flavors and then it does smooth out towards the end but um yeah it sounds like you're spitting distance from being a stout yeah yeah uh, yeah maybe a little bit more um i don't know it's it. I don't. I don't know what it would do. I guess maybe a little bit more ABV and a little bit smoother would uh would would bump it up to that stout range. But it's it's good. It's very. It, it's good. I'm I'm surprised. Um, especially the way it poured. I it, it you know you can't judge a beer by its pour. I guess. Uh, that's what they always say uh, in the libraries. And that's, um, that's yeah. That's a that's a common English trope, right? Yeah, yep. I think so. Don't judge a beer by its pour. <laughs> um but it's it's good it's good um i don't think it's quite for territory for me uh i've had better porters um but i'm gonna give it a 375 i'm gonna give it a 375 it's a solid beer wow nice like, yeah I'm, I'm happy with it it it, it came it, it's it's pretty good so um i wish the head stuck around a little longer that's the one <laughs> that's minus one point for that alone so yeah uh, <laughs> near perfect except for that but uh yeah very very surprised that's where it's at. So I have it here on Untapped, mm-hmm. as we discussed previously. Um, 175 check-ins. Ooh, that's not a lot. Okay. You know what? I'm going to guess 375. Last The last two weeks, we've had 375 beers. <laughs> it's my turn. Well, we started to, started it's to my trend. turn. Okay. Mo- the mo- the mo- untapped mo- average with 175 check-ins is a 3.85. 
Damn it! No! <laughs> You're kind of right. Uh, Enough to get on the board. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I thought I, it was kismet. It was meant to be. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, no. Well, I'm glad that I went with 375 because I was probably going to guess lower if I, <laughs> if I didn't. So I'm glad I went with 375. Okay. <laughs> Enough to get on the board. It's on the board. It's on get the board. Get that moo out of here for get sure. Moo, uh, that's right. Hey, Chris. I've, what's that? Do you know what the goose said? It didn't say moo. Yeah, got him. Yeah, we did it. Ha ha. Take that. Over. Um, bef- before we get to Tud's uh, NA beer review, I have a quick interjection with a uh, patented Obert Tud is cranky segment. <laughs> so after last week's episode, I was like, you know what I'm really craving is a Guinness. I really wanted a Guinness because we were talking about him and like, yeah, you know what? It's time. It's the new year. I'm going to get some Guinness. Went to the store. No Guinness. Just this Guinness extra stout crap. Well, that's, Went th- that's, that's my favorite Guinness. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Went to another store. Same thing. So it's like, all right. You know, I've never had this. Let me tr- I'll bring it home. I'll try it. I bought a six pack of this Guinness extra stout. It's in my fridge right now. So disappointing. I could not have been more disappointed because I wanted a Guinness and it was not at all in any way, shape, or form a Guinness. It's a stout. It's a different beer. It's completely different beer. It's not on nitro. And I just wanted a Guinness and it tasted a little bit like Guinness, but it's not, not Guinness at all. It's not even close to a substitute. I was like, this is just a shitty import. I I could see that. I could see, I could see that if you were expecting the real true honest to God Guinness, if I went to the store specifically to get a Guinness, and I was like, yes. this is all I want. Why Why does Montana not have Guinness? I think it's uh, the pandemic. I don't know. Supply chain. It's all stuck on the ship that's in the Suez Canal still. I think it's still there. <laughs> that ship's Hasn't still there? Made it. It's still there. <laughs> you ever given, the Guinness ship. <laughs> has, for some reason, it has all of the Guinness that's supposed to go from Ireland it goes through the Suez Canal around Africa back to <laughs> to uh, through the Panama Canal again and then up to to uh, Seattle and then it gets on a truck to Washington. I mean to uh, Montana. Okay. Didn't didn't make it here. So no Guinness for me. But I'm like sad. Keep my eye out because and I don't know about you guys, but don't you hate when you buy a six pack of beer and you have one and you're like what am I going to do with these other five beers? Like, they're just oh, going to yeah. mm-hmm. sit in my fridge forever. And now I'm, like, hate drinking the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I've definitely been there. Uh, I try to drink them as quickly as possible. I'm just like, we're going to get this over with. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna join together as one to destroy these beers. Yeah. <laughs> me, and I'm like, me and my I liver being that team. So, And that's the thing is uh, if I liked the beer, I wouldn't drink it this fast. But I'm like, right. I got to eliminate them. Because if there's one thing I'm not going to drink... If I'm not gonna want to drink fresh Guinness Extra Stout, you don't like I want to drink six month old Guinness Extra Stout either. I can tell you from experience, it doesn't change flavors, so you're good. Yeah, you're good. It's still gonna. I be I can't bad. believe that's your favorite Guinness. That is that is my favorite Guinness. I for whatever reason, and maybe the last time I had it, I was slightly intoxicated, and I was like, "Oh, this tastes so good because it's because it was different from all of the other Guinness that I had been drinking." Mm-hmm. Maybe sober Tud, soap Tud, soap. Sober Tud should. I think it's. I think it's pronounced Tuduary. <laughs> Maybe Sober Tud needs to take a, a stab at Guinness Extra Stout. 
More to come. It compared side by side with. I think that's the thing. I think Sober Ted needs to take a stab at plain old Guinness. Right. Well, Sober Ted likes plain old Guinness. Okay. Well, Sober Ted, do you like your sober beer that you're going to have on for us tonight? Probably not. Uh-oh. Let's find out. So this week is the final, as we discussed, it's the final day of February 2022 edition. And I still have some non-alcoholic beers left because in all reality, non-alcoholic beers are just not good to drink when you're not doing a podcast about drinking non-alcoholic beers. So, it sounds like you had a really rough February. <laughs> you came in with you came in so excited about these non-alcoholic beers, and now here you are, thirty-one days later. You're like, you know what? <laughs> I don't really need the non-alcoholic beers. Yeah, I came in. I was excited, <laughs> like you know, like a like a kid in, the, in on Christmas morning, and then you go downstairs and you found out that all you got was coal. All you got was socks. Socks. Non-alcoholic yeah. coal. <laughs> Not alcoholic. <laughs> um, so my review beer this week is going to be this beer called Hellraiser Dark Amber by WB Brewing Company out of uh Wellbeing Brewing Company, Maryland Heights, Missouri. It's got a nice cool it's a bottle, first of all. Uh second of all, it's got a nice cool logo of like a like almost like um Ghost Riders logo, but with a hop instead of mm. Instead of flames coming out of his skull, so that's neat. It, that's cool. Yeah, it's got some cool art. It says, you know, we use the latest in brewing technology to ever so gently remove the alcohol from our fully finished craft brews. So gently, in fact, that the brew barely notices when uh, we're finished. You have a true to taste brew that is non-alcoholically delicious. I will be the judge of that. Well, being a brewing company. Uh, by, oh, by the way, they're brewed by they're brewed by O'Fallon Brewing, which apparently is like a real brewing company. Um, okay. Well, that works so, with the Untitled Art one, right? That's true. So, I'm going to review this, and this will be the one that I get my rating and that I win a point on the board for. But, since I, I had think one, so. We got a strong anti-mooing anti- bias here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a honking only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, since I had only one more left, I also brought this to just taste on the side, and it's called... It's called a Chandelier Red IPA by Surreal Brewing Company out of some brewing company. Surreal Brewing Company in Campbell, California. So We got a real N.A. taste-off here. Yeah, we're going to have a real N.A. taste-off. One's an IPA. As I said last time I was on, I think IPAs is the way you go. Yeah. But since I don't always want to review an IPA, I am going to review the Dark Amber first. I think that's smart. Yeah. I think it's the right order to do them in. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I tell you what, I had a moment of Sobury last week. I had one of the Citra Citra lagers that we have from. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that was uh, that was a good one. I had. Uh, yeah. You know, they but have those a time are good. Place, I think they do a hundred percent. Yeah, Harold's yeah. dog. I you know, I got still right. got some in the fridge, but Same. I'm enjoying them. But those those are good. Those are. Those are non-alcoholic beers that, like, I'm proud to say, like, this is a non-alcoholic beer. Would you like to try it? Anybody. You know, ch- yeah. child in There's my house. There's a reason we had him on our show. It's not just <laughs> yeah. Child in my blind. house. Child in my house. I've got no water, but I know for a fact this beer, or this non-alcoholic beer, doesn't even have half a percent of alcohol. So I know it's safe you, for you to drink as well. Do you like beer? Would you like to? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to look cool? <laughs> So, uh, so, 
the candy so this... cigarettes of beer, folks. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get True. in touch with the hairless dog marketing Yo, people. They gotta... <laughs> Holy shit. That's a good marketing yeah. thing. So um, this beer, you know, as per usual, because it's not alcoholic, it tells me all the, the nutritional facts. It's 80 calories for the bottle. Has 12 grams of carbs. 2.4 grams of protein, so we getting swole tonight, boys, and no fat. Nice, nice. Yeah, looking at it, it does look like a dark amber beer. It's a nice dark amber color, mm. poured real nice. The head stuck around. Uh, it's just hanging out, you know, just just being head. Looks more amber than dark to me, but that might be the webcam. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's definitely an amber color. You know, hues of amber up to the the viewer. I will say though, on the nose, it smells. Like an amber beer. Like, I'm impressed by the smell. I don't smell it. And maybe it's because it's, you know, it's a malty beer anyways. Maybe the malt flavor will just kind of blend in with what it's supposed to taste like. But overall, the nose tastes, I'm impressed. It actually smells a little fruity. So maybe it'll have a little bit of a hot bite to it. Uh, let's, let's dive on in. I drink the beer from the glass, but that's boring. That's boot, ooh, yeah, that's more likely to pouring. I have the German accent, and so of course I love beer. But how much can the good hold? Eins, zwei, drei, eins, zwei, drei, beer. Das boot. That's a fun one. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Listeners, okay. if you could have seen Kristen Overt's face when it came on. I mean, I'm sure, two, I bet our listeners made the same faces. Yeah, two, two full years of the same four sound drops. I mean, geez. Like, <laughs> Listen, there's not many beers, there's not many songs about beer out there. We have drunk there's Toby country, Keith. That's basically every country song's about beer. Well, I don't listen to country, so it's hard for me to pick out what those songs are. <laughs> Any. So, it's the smell led me to believe it was going to be something amazing. The taste has not led me to believe that it's something amazing. Oh, no. It's okay. The smell smell taste misled you. The smell taste misled me. It's got... So, I will tell you this. Out of all the other non-alcoholic, non-IPA beers that I've had, they all gave a, a whole hell of a lot more malt flavor than this. This definitely has some subdued malt characters where it's not just like, oh yeah, here's some beer that tastes like a shit ton of malt that we didn't yeah, do you, anything with. Like, here you go. You mean that in a good way, right? Yeah. For this beer? Right. Because I feel like yes. that's the big complaint I have with NA, I, NA beers is they're too malty. Yes, mm. yes. This is not a malt bomb. Um, what I will say, though, is that the the sweetness that I thought might have been some some hop character is not good. It provide and it has. I just burped. Um, has some good uh, burp beer burp good flavor burp to flavor. it. So good burp flavor. <laughs> good like, taste. If, if the beer tasted like that, this would be an excellent beer. If it tasted like my burp, then uh, we're talking. It's got a little bit of like a like a sourness to it from like a flavor standpoint. It's kind of strange. It kind of if if it wasn't made by a professional brewing company, I would say maybe it was infected. I think it just kind of got like that weird strange little flavor funk. to it. A little bad yeah, funk. Yeah, but it's not it's not terrible, but it's not good, if that makes any sense. Yeah. But it quickly fades away to the, the malt character, and it does taste 
the aftertaste is surprisingly beer flavored. Like it tastes like I'm drinking a dark amber beer. And I'm no chemist, but I have to imagine that when you take all the alcohol out of a beer, the preservative effect is a lot less where you could get stuff in to infect it a lot easier because you don't have the alcohol to kill anything that gets in there. So it's, that's possible. That's where those flavors are coming from. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I don't really know. I mean, it's good. It's still better than, than uh, the sober carpenter that I had. Like, oh, if I yeah. had to take right. poten- potentially this infected beer or, or that, I would take this <laughs> every day of the week. This is much better. It tastes like a real beer. You know, and even after I've taken a few more sips, that like funk has kind of died down a little bit. Like it's almost like my mouth is adjusted to it. Right, right, right. This sounds sounds like better than you initially described. To be honest, it sounds pretty it's, good. The I'm fact growing. you said it tastes it, like a beer. A lot right, of them that's don't. a step. That's a step, yeah. right? Yeah, it's growing on me. It's it's not bad. It's not the greatest, but it's it's not bad. I actually would be curious to go back and try some of well. Well-being brewing companies like other offerings to see if do they taste right. like an IPA. But this tastes like a true beer. Um, if I came okay. in, if I came in and was like, "Hey, just give me a beer," you know, hot day, it's hot summer day. I don't know why I'd be drinking a dark amber, but hot summer day, need a beer to cool off. If somebody handed me this, I would have. I don't think I'd have any idea that it wasn't a alcoholic beer unless I looked at it. And that's the best compliment I can give a non-alcoholic beer is that it. The goal is that it blends in, and you're not like. Oh, this is fantastic. What is this? Or oh, this is complete and utter shit. What is this? If you're just like, oh, right. it's it's a beer. Thanks for the beer. Right, right, right. We it might have had O'Fallon beer, O'Fallon Brewery on the podcast once before, a few months ago. I'm not sure, but their most popular beer is simply titled Pumpkin Beer, and I think it might have been Jenna's pumpkin beer that she had was oh. from O'Fallon because it was she would have checked like it the into most untapped. generic name. Yeah. She, there's so, no, I have no friends who checked it in, so I don't know. Interesting. Well, hopefully, I mean, hopefully we've had it before. It sounds like, you know, they possibly know what the hell they're doing. Right, right. I just wanted to see if I could, I if any of my friends had checked it in. What Hellraiser is rated so I can get it right? Hang on. <laughs> Disqualify <laughs> both of you. <laughs> moo, moo, moo. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so having said all that, I'm gonna give this, you know, a solid three. Okay, I think it's okay. a three. That okay. is that on the non-alcoholic beer scale, or is that on <laughs> a re- your no. regular untapped? No, this is right. a regular untapped scale. You're not three. given any penalty for being scale. non-alcoholic. Where right. zero is water and five is also water. Yeah, because I, I think the goal, I think the goal of this this experiment this month was to see, you know, how they rate on the actual beer scale. Okay. Right. You know, maybe it's a three two five. I mean, if I'm rating it like that, if I'm thinking like, hey, it came in, came in off a hot summer day, I wouldn't question it. You know what? I'm gonna give it a three two five. I think that's oh, unfair really? for me to give it a three. Okay. 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 Because I've had some three beers that are worse than this. I've and had it tastes some like right. beer, like you said. Yes, it tastes like beer. I've had some boozy beer that tastes like or that tastes like shit. So like, right. I also had a, a chalada one day that tasted worse. Yeah. Than this. Right. Ugh, gross. <laughs> gross. Uh, so I'm going to give it well, three I mean, five. all right, so what do you think the other 2,167 people think? How is it possible that I am the, the one who drank the non-alcoholic beer, and I'm the one whose beer has the most check-ins? By, I it mean, wasn't by brewed two weeks ago. It wasn't and, released two and, weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know. And mine had 100 and, 100 and something, so. Is, but, it a new uh, bre- is yours a new brewery? 
I don't. I I know nothing about them. Maybe. Sure. They just fly around in their boat from place to place. So. <laughs> I, again, I have no fucking clue how to how to rate a non-alcoholic beers. It's it's appeared that going off of my initial guess is good for me. So maybe I'll just go three two five. Is that your locked-in answer? I, as much as I don't want to, yes. All right. Well, it's a it's a three it's a three two four. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Foolproof method. Apparently, apparently, Tud uh, is is the best non-alcoholic beer rater. In, in, in the I think of I think he's cursed. I think whenever it's it's on a quarter or close, he's going to be point oh one off every time. I think that that's the true. problem. That is true. <laughs> for, forever in perpetuity. Yeah, it yeah, works for you, you guys. It fails for me. You guess a three well, seven thick, six. It's a three seven five. You guess a three two five. <laughs> it's a three two four. <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad that we decided to restart the board and. Uh, and and multiply your tally marks by the percent alcohol in your beer. So um, it's a big well, a big zero, a big zero. Hang on, this has this has half a percent. It, does it have half a percent? I thought it was it a zero percent. No, uh, this is up to half a percent. Oh, 0.5 percent. You get a half tally. This mark. is orange juice. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Get, I'm gonna bring Tropicana on next week. <laughs> <laughs> There was some discussion about that on the Discord for our listeners who don't follow along. Yeah, yeah. There, oh, man. Sal was like, "Hey, what do you mean up to half a percent?" But that was that was the exact quote from the Sober Carpenter website. Was it's like orange juice can have up to half a percent? And then we looked into right. it. We found out that uh, you know you keep orange juice in your fridge for a long time, you could start making some some hooch. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But uh, well, I. So quickly, let me. I'm not going to do a big long review, but I do want to get this one out of my fridge. Oh, right. Forgot about that. This is darker than the dark amber. This red IPA. Yeah, it definitely looks. That like is it. that is definitely darker. Yeah, the I dark don't, amber I, was like high single digits SRM scale wise. I feel like, whereas I feel right. like a dark amber should be more like 18, 15, 18. Right. This is kind of approaching that. You know, twelve to fourteen Ooh. number. It's yeah. It's got a nice hue to it um the nose does not give me a lot of uh, a lot of hopes but the head has stuck around pretty well for this beer just a reminder this is chandelier red ipa by surreal brewing company the nose it's kind of flat kind of doesn't have much smell to it i can uh, the only thing i can smell is like a slint of like malt other than that it's completely devoid of all sense and purpose of smell you know what this is a it's not a bad one either um i think it's a little bit less than the the dark amber, um, it kind of tastes a little smoky, if that's that's a good term. I think kind of tastes like a like a Killian, like a less flavorful but smoky Killian's Irish Red. That sounds good. Oh, okay. But it's it but it's it has almost no flavor besides the smokiness, like like a smoky Killian's Irish Red. If you're holding your nose, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of dull. Um, not bad. Probably like the third or fourth best not alcohol. Probably the fourth best non-alcoholic beer um, with, you know, this, the one I had two weeks ago and Hairless Dog being above them. This would probably come in third. Uh, maybe okay. fifth right. behind behind Run Wild, the the, uh, the athletic brewing company, behind that one. So I'm going to say top five. Uh, I'm going to give it a... But better than the Hellraiser. No, it's not better than the Hellraiser. Okay. Hellraiser... I'll cut that. Hellraiser's good. 
I'm gonna give this. I'll give it a two seven five. This is not a three. Okay. Um, I would. I would not. I would know that something was up with this beer if it was given to me. Untapped. I'm just gonna say two seven five again. Screw it. I'm on a roll. And I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Hang on. Out of seven hundred and six check-ins, it is a uh, two point seven nine. So again, I was close. You were. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm a uh, non-alcoholic beer guessing machine. I did just learn, though, it pairs well with fish tacos, grilled burgers, and spicy eats. Well, yeah, the nothing taste really dulls that spice, I think. Helps cancel right. that out. I was supposed to be getting refreshing notes of peach and mango. Really? No. I What's get no refreshing notes a, of peach and mango. Do you have a brewed on date on there? Uh, let's see. 7-9-2021. Seven, before... nine, seven, nine, so it's okay. slightly old. Uh, it's, it's not, old. Yeah, but it's not old. like best before 1997 old. <laughs> Correct. No, and it's not yeah, a Best right, Buy. Right. This is this is package date. Right. Right. Uh, this one, thirty three calories and uh, less than one gram of protein. So I'm not nice. getting swole from this beer, unfortunately. True. True. That's another well, thing. Drink Hellraiser. Get swole. Yeah. <laughs> Who needs protein shakes say. when you have non alcoholic IPAs? That's true. That's true. Or not. Or dark amber. Sorry. I I have learned that throughout this process, the higher the alcohol or the higher the the caloric content of your your non-alcoholic beer the better flavor it's gonna have yeah no that's not surprising i guess because that's how food works that's how food works yeah (laughs) yeah oh man well really quick before we jump to handles i just want to say a a, a farewell um to a a connecticut staple i don't know if you guys saw this cottrell brewing company is shutting down no really yeah Yep, so uh, okay. most famously known from my bachelor party. Um yes. but yep. uh they, they wrote that on the so, wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so, you know, it it's it's a I don't wanna I don't wanna dive too too deep into it. I mean, it's clearly a brewery that got lost in time. They made good they made good beer, but they didn't they didn't evolve enough, I don't think. I yeah. think that's easy. They were to say. stuck in two thousand five. Yeah. And um but it you know, hey, uh, uh I hope the best for all of them. And if you have any beer, you can send it down to North Carolina and I'll take care of it for you. So I'll dispose of it properly. So they are going to continue to contract brew. I had a okay. feeling a lot of places. I feel okay. like do that with their, their S- name, number one, like legacy beers. Yeah. Well, somebody bought the brand and Chris, when I tell you the brewery who bought it, you're going to be dumb. Fa- well, it, it doesn't surprise you the brewery that bought it, but at the same time, it surprised me that the brewery who bought it exists. Um, it, that's powder hollow. Really? Okay. Oh wow! Okay, I, I don't did know. Not I don't know how this brewery that. exists in the I got world. Duped, I got duped into buying Powder Hollow once, so it's always left a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, like they're honestly, and, they're honestly the worst brewery not, in the state. They're not. They're not great. I don't know. But no, they're not great. But okay. Well, that's interesting. Okay, that's interesting. Hopefully, they do the brand justice. Um, they won't. I know. I know. They're, uh, they're trash. <laughs> Powder Hollow Sorry, tastes like Powder like, Hollow. Come defend yourself. Come t- <laughs> Powder Hollow tastes like like the like Chris and I are better brewers than Powder Hollow, and Chris and I have brewed five batches of beer. Um, <laughs> a Powder Hollow's beer tastes like if you if you got like the the Mister Beer Kit and made it on your stove and then yes. burnt it. That's and then good, shoved it into a can. That's that's, that's a like good a perfect, summary. And I don't I don't mean to disparage any brewers on here, but uh, yeah. It's I pretty, will. Pretty accurate. <laughs> now, apparently he's doing something right because he's got a location in Enfield that he owns. He's got a, a, a full tap room 
in Middletown. And then he opened up a tap room in Yankee fucking Candle in, in Deerfield, Mass. It's like in Yankee Candle you can get a beer and you can walk around and shop for candles. And maybe with all the smell of all the freaking candles you won't notice that like the beer in your, that's in your hand is complete fucking dog shit. But, but I, I don't get it. Hey, sometimes those breweries get that like weird cult following of just people that like go there. It's like the only it's, bar in town or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm always like, busy too. Every time I yeah, drive by it, yeah. there's people in the fucking parking. I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, but you know, I'll, I'll it'll, it'll, I'll never baffle me. But anyways, Cottrell Brewing Company. Thank you for the bachelor party. That was a lot of fun, and um, um, thank you for existing in this world. So. Can you name the beer that we all drank and got drunk on? Yes, uh, I can't. Uh, I can't. You have to drink with your pinkies up. It's it's. Oh, it was an acronym for IPA. So fuck an acronym for IPA. Well, I don't know if acronyms the way it it the words went along with IPA, but it, that was the name of the beer. Oh, a backronym. Is that what it's? You know what I'm yeah, talking when about? You, when you take the initials and you make something out of it, that's called a backronym. See, I was close. Yeah, no, I had you most had of the word. Um, pretentious incredibly pretentious ale there you go that's it that's it thank you yeah there you go figured it out yeah they yes yes they loved us there drink drink it with your pinkies up we have a picture we have a picture on on, on a facebook somewhere of us all doing that so they Uh, gave away free pours and we drank there for hours hours literal hours it was it was it was pretty it was pretty legit they were pretty sweet pretty pretty cool dudes so it was their only beer that we liked and we drank it all i think yeah dana sent me the article so i was like oh gotta gotta pay our respects pay our respects i'm glad you brought it up so so. yeah rest in peace cottrell Mm -hmm. and uh to cottrell we hoist our free-handled frosty mug of wisdom reserved for um recommendations mostly life advice Hacks, tips, products, things we like slash love. Um, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Mug of wisdom. Finish that bravado. Thank you, Jordan. We got Jordan. We gotta have you back on the show sometime soon. Come back on. Yeah, we um, do. If you want to hear more, of Jordan, check him out at Wreck My Podcast. But um, honk, 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 honk. Uh, man of people, Tud with the semicolon. Tud with the semicolon. You did it this That's week. Me. Point oh one. Just literally as close as you can get without getting it right. It's twice. Twice in three weeks. It's almost as impressive as getting it right. It not is. Quite, it's not quite. A, not quite as impressive. Not quite. <laughs> You could be 0.01 on 
off in two different directions. So, um, but you are the man of people. I am. And uh, sober man of people at that. So it I'm giving you the mug and you do what you want with it. It would be great to steal Chris's handle right now. But that would be, that would be mean. <laughs> but it still would be great. But I, I will give, I'll give the mug first to Chris and let him go. Yay! <laughs> I was worried. I was, I was gonna, I, I had the, the boot from call ready. I had to wait. Uh, <laughs> Chris was trying to win so bad so he could steal this handle and make it his own. Oh. It's not even stealing. It's my handle. <laughs> Especially when we get into it and like I, I tell the whole story about what I've done this weekend. Right. Right. Um, so for those of you that are, 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 are up in the know of, uh, of the ga- video games, Pokemon, Pokemon and Pokemon, uh, there's a new video game that came out this past Friday called Pokemon Legends Arceus. It is uh, a new venture for the Pokemon franchise. And um, as a as a Pokemon streamer slash Pokemon lover um, of, of, of many, many years, uh, it is possibly the best Pokemon game that we have had in the history of Pokemon. Um, and uh, it's a lot of games. It's it is a, it's a lot of games, and you know I'm still hesitant to say it. Uh, with with you know with full, I haven't beaten the game yet, but I have spent 34 hours playing already. Um, over four in, days. In, over four days. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm absolutely obsessed. It's it's Pokemon meets breath of the wild meets monster hunter and like everything about it is exactly what i think pokemon fans have been wanting um despite what the pokemon fan base says because it's just sometimes it's a very toxic fan base as is everything on the internet but um i am just enthralled with this game i think like i i personally i'm i feel like i'm easy to please but i feel like it's just like exactly what we've all been asking for it's an open world pokemon game you can play it however you want like uh, as a for instance i've 34 hours in i've only beaten like one main main boss like i'm like 10 to 15 percent through the story and i am already almost max level and i'm just like crushing my pokedex it's like it's so cool i mean i don't want to ruin too much about it um but the game mechanics, uh, if you think about someone posted a meme where it's like the legend of Pokemon breath of the monster hunter. And I was like, it's pretty much that like you have like, it's a, a lot of quests and there is, it, there are some grinding aspects to it, but um, it's all very, uh, very well done. So still no shinies for beard ad, by the way. Um, we're still waiting on one, but uh, hopefully it comes soon, but I'm telling you, I I'm, I'm thrilled with it. I'm having so much fun. Um, and uh I, I, if you like Pokemon, I, I would suggest it. If you don't like Pokemon, maybe this is the one for you. So okay, this um, is the introduction. Say you get into Pokemon, you like yeah, open this is world how you games. Get into Pokemon. You then like just Monster don't play Hunter. any of the other ones. Right. Well, if, if you like any of those games that he mentioned, like right, then right. chances are you it might is, like this. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and if you if you have played it, let us know in the Discord. Let us know. Uh, we we want to. I want to hear. I want to hear about people's shinies that they're getting that I I'm not getting. So. And so, but there you go, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Go ahead and, and and play play it. So I attempted. I watched Chris. So in case listeners don't know, Chris has a Twitch stream. Oh, um, Chris. And yeah, I know it's a it's a new thing. Huh. It is solely dedicated to Pokemon. So it's not often and, that I and beer and beer. 
but I it's not often that I hop into like I usually hop in and say hello to Chris and you know interact with with some of the the, the watchers, but it's very rare that I tune in to actually watch Chris play the game just because Pokemon's not my thing. Um, but I did tune in Friday to watch Chris play, and I was I was there for a good four or five hours watching Chris play this game. It looks like a cool game. So I went out to go buy said game, and you can't find it anywhere. It's it wasn't at wasn't at Walmart, wasn't at Target, wasn't at Best Buy, wasn't at GameStop. Um, Amazon didn't have it for two day shipping. It was going to come sometime later in this week. So I will say that at least from what I'm gathering, the reception has been that everybody loves this game. So if you're looking for it, good luck. Buy it online. You can, also buy it <laughs> you, can you can you don't have to get a physical copy. If you really want to, you can. But if you want to play this game, don't be deterred by Tud's inability to find it because you don't necessarily need to if you that's not important to you. True, true. So I will go next, um, and then I'll hand the, the mug off to Ober and let him finish this off. Uh, I'm going to give a TV show recommendation or a, a streaming show recommendation that I think everybody, including the, the non-TV watcher Chris, will enjoy. <laughs> no, it's movies. Movies oh. I don't want. Chris is okay. like, I own a TV. <laughs> I have a TV. That's why I play Pokemon on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a couple, or last year... DC, uh, the DC Universe, HBO, Time Warner, whatever you want to call them, came out with a new movie, Suicide Squad, that uh, starred John Cena and uh, and Margot Robbie as John Cena played the peacemaker, played a character called Peacemaker. Margot Robbie played Harley Quinn. Um, there was a giant shark that was played by Vin Diesel. Uh, you know, and a few other big, you know, big comic book characters. Well, HBO Max has a spinoff show called. Peacemaker, and it is all about John Cena's character, Peacemaker, and John Cena is the lead actor in this show. And when I tell you that this, this, it's a, it's really good, but b, it's also hysterical. And c, like I didn't know John Cena could be this entertaining. I watched, I've watched him in wrestling for years. He's never been this entertaining. Um, but in this one, he is hysterical. And basically, so what Peacekeeper is, is he is a super hero or a guy who's been trained from his dad since you know he was a little kid to be a, a a killer and it takes place after the suicide squad movie you don't really need to see the movie because the the show does a good job in episode one catching you up where you are in the process watching the movie does help kind of understand the character a little bit more but it's not necessarily a requirement uh, it releases every thursday on hbo max and so far there are five episodes out there so I recommend going to HBO Max and uh, streaming them. And you're hearing the sound of my voice on a Thursday. So go stream them all and you'll have six episodes to watch this Thursday. Interesting. So I don't mean to get too into this, but they made a Suicide Squad movie in 2016. Correct. This is not it related failed. to that? Yeah. So they so the, the Suicide Squad movie in 2016 had Will Smith in it. And Margot Robbie also played Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> as as we're well aware, since 2016, they came out with a Justice League movie. They came out with uh, Wonder Woman. They came out with a Batman movie. They came out with another Superman movie and an Aquaman movie. Well, in case you, in case you, in, maybe you're not big fans of comic book characters, and maybe th- especially this one because it does not garner garner the headlines like the Marvel universe does. DC and HBO can't get their head out of their own ass to make a good you know, DC universe movie, whether it be Superman, whether it be Batman. Or I guess it's a show. Well, yeah, so this is a show. So up until now, 
now they have Robert Patterson, who's going to be Batman up and coming March, which looks like it's going to be good. He's going to be part of the same universe. They're going to find a new Henry Cavill, who's Geralt from the Witcher series that I talked about a couple weeks ago, will no longer be Superman. They're going to find a new Superman. Um, Gogadot will still be Wonder Woman, and uh, Jason Momoa will still be Aquaman. And then Harley Quinn is still played by Margot Robbie. But they, what they did was they hired James Gunn to be the creator of the whole universe and james gunn is famous for the guardians of the galaxy series on the marvel universe in fact he's still directing the third one but dc gave him basically full carte blanche to say make this universe you good okay and and so far he's done really good this this peacekeeper this peacekeeper show is very entertaining there's some other stars that you'd recognize in there too um, I'm drawing a blank on their names at the moment, but John Cena is probably by far and away the most recognizable face, and it's a different side of John Cena that you don't see on the WWE. He's not playing a a you know PG safe for kids, you know, get all the little kids to cheer for you, you know, character. He's playing a cold blooded killer that was previously in jail for four years. So it's yeah. entertaining to say the least. Chris, I think you would like it based solely based on the fact that. That you like wrestling, and I think that you'll be shocked that John Cena has this much range of a character. And once you watch the intro, if you don't... We're going to link the intro into the, the show notes. If you don't find the intro funny, then I, I have nothing for you. Then it's not for you. Then don't watch it. I think you should still watch it. But the intro... <laughs> I know people have watched it and they hate they hate the intro. Hate but, if, but if you hate the intro, I, I, don't think we can, I don't think we can have laughs together. So just to recap... If you love the intro, watch the show. If you hate the intro, watch Still the show. Still give it a shot. Still Got give it a shot. Okay. All right. Yep. No, I that was confused sense. because when you were talking about Suicide Squad, I was like, I could, I watched that movie and there was definitely absolutely no way it was the same movie you were talking about, but it wasn't. Yeah. It was a different movie with the same name, with the same Margot Robbie shot five years earlier. So I was a little confused. I'm going to take this going to rest the frosty mug from Tud's tight grip here to give my handle. I was going to recommend a video game we talked about before the show, but maybe I'll save that for another week because we don't have time. Um, I got as a gift recently after my previous handle, I got a puzzle board for a gift. What this is, is it's basically a, um, a flat work surface that you can use to do a jigsaw puzzle that has drawers in the side to put jigsaw puzzle pieces in. So the whole idea is um, if you're working on a puzzle, you know, it's that's that if you want to spend a couple of days, a couple of weeks working on, it doesn't have to take over your table, take over your life while you work on it. You put it on this puzzle board, you can use the drawers and um, put it away somewhere safe. And the idea is to make it, a little easier to work on your jigsaw puzzle in everyday uh, life. And I used it this weekend. It was great because as opposed to doing the, my uh, new puzzle around the kitchen table, I was able to bring it over to the coffee table, use my puzzle board, and watch, you know, have some uh, football on in the background while I worked on a puzzle. And it was a lot, lot more relaxing and fun and everything the puzzle should be. So if you took a uh, my last handle from about a month ago now of the Magic Puzzle series, and you're now hooked into puzzles being the middle of winter and all, I recommend checking out Puzzle Boards. Um, I'll put a link to one on Amazon, similar to the one that I got. And um, 
it could just enhance your puzzle experience. Is it felt lined? No, it's just, um, it's like, I think there's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice thick, it's probably about half an inch thick, maybe three quarters of an inch thick because there's drawers that slide in and out of the sides. But the top is a nice, even like um, thick board surface that, that you can slide the pieces around and stuff. And there's a nice border on three sides to keep the puzzle pieces in. But then one slide, if you wanted to like slide completed piece sections on or off. It's open. Okay. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, Neat. so at, at first I laughed because I thought it was you. You set a puzzle board. You build a puzzle and you can move it around. I thought it was just a piece of wood. Oh, um, but it's yeah. not. <laughs> no, the, the drawers make a big difference because it helps you put things away. You know. Yeah. Well, you said drawer, and I was like, okay, that that's a little bit more. But then you mentioned the the you know, the walls too. So it sounds a little bit more than a piece of wood. But I did have a nice little laugh to myself because I just thought... Like, did Obert just go to Home Depot and buy a piece of plywood and call it a puzzle board? Well, well, I thought we were going back to when you recommended air. And I was like, oh, he's recommended air and now he's recommended wood. <laughs> like we are... We're moving down the, the ladder here. No, this sounds like a... Now that I understand it a little bit more, it sounds much better than I bought a piece of plywood from Home Depot and... To do puzzles. Cut on. it into a square. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Now, if you want a cheap version, go to Home Depot, buy a piece buy, of plywood. Buy a piece of plywood, store, yeah. Store all your extra pieces in the box. And there you go. But no, it's worth springing for the the, the nicer one. I will say that. Yeah, I, 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 put, a, I put a link in our uh, our chat so you can kind of better understand it. This is the link I'll put in the show notes. This isn't the same exact one that I have. Actually, it might be. Um, okay, this is much more intricate uh, than I expected yeah. it to be. Yeah, this is the same one. Everybody has their own drawer so they can store what they're working on in the drawer. It's good for multiplayer puzzling. <laughs> uh, that is kind of neat. Huh. All right. I'm much more interested now that I now that I know what I'm looking at here. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I recommend that you go click the link to at least understand what we're talking about. Even if you don't buy it, you'll know what we're talking about. And so with that, we'd like to thank you. Oh, hang on. I should say... It's not as easy doing it without me, is it? We figured it out. We got it under control. We had we had Kiwi, I think I did we had good. Kiwi to sign us off, and that's all we needed. Yeah, exactly. Her sign off. That's I think that's how we should sign off from now on, forever. Oh, that's a lot of work you signed <laughs> me up for. But <laughs> and so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first, and I will thank Wellbeing Brewing Company for their Hellraiser Dark Amber. And what the hell, all thanks to Real Brewing Company for their Chandelier Red IPA. Both non-alcoholic. I would like to thank Flying Boat Brewing Company for their Black Cat Robust Porter. And I'd like to thank Fremont for their Coffee Cinnamon Bee Bomb. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Please head over to Discord, where you can join the conversations, whether it's about, you know, alcoholic orange juice, or I'm sure this puzzle board will become a, a topic of conversation over there this week. Uh, but head over there. Uh, maybe somebody's watched Peacemaker. Maybe somebody will make a comment about whether or not they hated it or, or watched it based on the, the intro. Um, please make sure you head over to, to Patreon and subscribe for as little as $1 a month. You get, you know, periodic, you know, extra episodes of the show. We try to do, you know, 
one or two a month. So head over there for as little as a dollar a month. You get a nice little extra, and it also helps support the podcast. And also, finally, please make sure you're telling your friends and your family about this podcast, because really, you know, if you're if you're not going to subscribe for Patreon, that is another way you can help us out. It's just by trying to get the word out to more people. Um, and the more people that listen, the happier we are. And the happier we are, the more things that make happy people cranky, so there's more things to bitch at, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's... Usually if somebody pisses somebody off that's happy, then they have something to complain about. Guess what happened to me? It's uh, So with that, thank you all for listening. My name's Ted. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone and you want to put the Tud in Tuduary, do it with friends. <laughs> the other thing I have, to take, I have to take away, as someone on the outside looking at how am I supposed to know what super movies, Superman movies to watch, or whatever movies, like superhero movies to watch? It doesn't make any sense. I need a flowchart or something. They restart every other year. I've seen, okay, so I've seen Spider-Man 1 and part of Spider-Man 2. Different universes. Different universes. I know, but they're the same. Start at Avengers Endgame and work backwards. So That makes, that makes the most sense. Yeah. So if we're talking build, build up. If, if we're talking up Marvel, Iron Man. I'm making really easy. If we're t- talking Marvel, start at Iron Man 1. Okay. All the way through. Including... Every single movie chronologically. And then you'll have a complete understanding of the picture of what's going on. <laughs>